Hey, Francisco. Yes, Paul. What is it now? <laughs> you know how the first episodes are so not rated the way we rate things now? Oh, because they're like classic and second class as opposed to the three-tier system we have now? Yeah, and we talked about uh, going back and redoing them so that, you know, they're they're kind of like uh, more... So it's a more fair, like to the ones that we have now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give them another chance. Uh, hey, let's plan that out. Like, actually, like, try to do that. Well, you know what? Do you have some time now before we record Little Mermaid? Sure, why not? Okay, yeah, let's go do that. Uh, Security Officer Ruiz, you have the con. So so you think we can do this, Paul? I. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. yes. The boys are gone. It's time to have a party. This time on the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. The ladies are taking over the podcast today. (laughs) Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 160, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And keep voting all of my favorite movies. Ma, ma, ma. Just kidding. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons. I'm not going to say your last names because I haven't memorized them. Jared, Deborah, brah. <laughs> that was amazing. I know Deborah. Sorry about that. All right, moving on. Brian, Patrick, LJ, Chris C, the Feeling Film Podcast, Chris O, Geek Devotions, the Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, and three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much, because it means that my husband can continue to do this amazing podcast for you guys with his bestest buddy in the whole entire world. We're not here to talk about them, because the boys are gone, and it's time to party. I'm Christy Ruiz, security officer of the pod, filling in for Captain Francisco, and I'm not a dad. I'm not a designer, and I don't think I want to be part of anyone's world. Nah, just kidding. Sailing with me today as my second is ship's clergy, Valerie Powers, filling in for XO Paul. Valerie, do you want to be part of this world? I would love to be part of this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really awkward movie relevant greeting. I, I couldn't think of anything else. How about a snarf flat? No, Shipman. Awkward title for you. Who is rewinding with us for The Little Mermaid? This time out, we're joined by historian Shipman Celeste Mora. Welcome, Celeste. Thanks. Yeah, Celeste. Thanks. Super and excited to be here. Yes, we're super excited to have you. All right. Thanks, Valerie. Looking forward to hearing more from all of you and also finding out how we each answer this movie's trivial question, which is, drumroll, please. Pat Carroll realized a lifelong ambition with this film. I don't know who that is. She had always wanted to voice a character in a Disney film and described the opportunity as an easy answer to prayer. Pat, of course, is the voice of Ursula, who is a lesser-known type of mythological merfolk known as a Sekalia, human upper body and octopus lower body. This is an amazing question for you ladies. So if you could choose to have an animal's lower body <laughs> below your belly button, <laughs> um, what animal would you pick? I think we're answering this question later. Pretty sure. But for now, so think about that, because it's Super important. Valerie, here is our course for this episode. First, our roundtable discussion. And it'll consist of a trailer, synopsis, production details for the movie. And then we're going to talk about the things we liked and disliked, awkwardly, maybe. But we'll have fun. Then we're going to follow that up with our final rating of classic, nostalgic, or tragic. We should add a a ladies-only rating. Sparkly. Just kidding. <laughs> and then come back to our own timeline with feedback and announcements. Sound good, Val? 
Course laid in. Alice, rewind when ready. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. From Walt Disney Pictures, he's the king of the sea. She's his evil enemy. And they're in a fight to the finish. Have you lost your senses? He's trying to save his daughter, the little mermaid. Daddy, look out! From her evil grasp. She's mine now. Ursula, stop! Now it'll take all of his courage. So be it. And everything in his power to win the battle. Only in theaters, it's Walt Disney Pictures' The Little Mermaid. Rated G. Now playing at a theater near you. How that was, like, not really about Ariel at all. (laughs) But the movie is. Uh, who was it about? All right. Um, no, you're good. It's about everybody but Ariel. Uh, she would hate that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mind melt time. Ariel, the youngest daughter of the Sea King named Triton, is an entitled, ungrateful teenager who just sang about wanting more. For example, she yearns to experience life on land. She is the rebel of all her sisters and doesn't want to be a mermaid. She wants it so badly she ignores her father. Where is her mom, by the way? Is that the reason she's like this? So she turns to Ursula, the nasty, massive octo-sea witch, to help her out and strike a deal. The sea witch then casts a spell on her to give her legs at the cost of her voice. Your voice. Having legs, she must now go to the surface world and convince a prince to kiss her within three days in order to stay human. She does it all for a clueless man, and despite Eric falling... Under a temporary curse, they eventually fall in love and live happily ever after. Was this was this a mind meld? Do you guys think it was accurate? Because we know we have to hit the blah, blah, blah thing if it's not accurate. What do we think? Accurate or not? Sounds accurate to me. It was pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, opinions aside. All right. Based on those memories, as flawed as they may have been, <laughs> they were perfect. What rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? Oh, classic, nostalgic, or tragic. Celeste, let's go with you, darling. Okay, I am going to predict it is going to be classic. Ooh, fantastic. Uh, Valerie, what about you, darling? Classic. And me? I am sadly... <laughs> you guys are not going to have fun with me on this one. I predicted it was going to be a tragic. <laughs> Is it because there's talking animals? Is your husband rubbing off on you? No, it's not the talking animals at all, actually. Um, I enjoy talking animals. Okay, we'll see if those predictions pan out. But first, Valerie, please, can you give us the technical details of The Little Mermaid? Sure. The Little Mermaid is rated G, runs an hour and 23 minutes, and was released in theaters on November 17th in 1989. It stars the voice talents of Jodie Benson and a few others you may recognize, like Odo from Deep Space Nine and Alyssa Milano's lips. They were the model for Ariel's lips. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> also funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I feel like Larry Boy should be singing, because I love my lips. <laughs> anyway. Some of the crew have also been involved in other movies we have covered on the show by we, I mean the guys, because I wasn't here for all these movies, including both Ron Clements and John Musker directed Little Mermaid in addition to both directing Hercules Retro Rewind Podcast.com slash 139, Aladdin, that's 1110, The Great Mouse Detective slash 30, Ben Wright voiced Grimsby and also... Roger from 101 Dalmatians slash 11, I lied, slash 155. What the, oh, quote, uh, the char- there's a character called Wolf in the Jungle Book, um, slash 150. J- Jason Marin was the voice of Flounder and also happened to play Sherman Peabody, the boy on the farm that Marty finds himself on when he first goes back in time and back to the future, slash 70. Patty Edwards voiced Flutsum and Jetsum in addition to voicing. Really, Atropos, Atropos from Hercules slash 139. Thank you, my dearest husband, for all these names. Pat Carroll, as we said, vocalized Ursula and also additional voices in a goofy movie, Yas slash 68. And 
Eddie McClurg voiced Carlotta, the head maid, was also Grace Dean Rooney's secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off slash 9-5. Suggested joke. I bet she thought Prince Eric was also a righteous dude. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good joke. Okay, ladies, we have finally come to the part of the podcast where we get to talk about what we loved about the podcast. So I'm done dithering on about all these amazing facts, apparently, about The Little Mermaid. And it's time for somebody else to talk. Celeste, can you tell us one thing you loved about The Little Mermaid, please? So I really enjoyed watching Ariel's facial expressions. Because for a character that, for the majority of the movie, doesn't talk, you get a pretty good idea of what she's thinking. And oh. and as someone who has been, I've just recently finished doing Inktober, facial expressions are hard, yo. Uh, uh, to draw them, yeah, yes. I didn't even think about so, that. So, hmm. mad respect for the artists, because they, they gave you an idea of what was on her mind. True. I liked that. I was also reminiscing about the glory days of a traditional drawing, speaking yes. of the artist. So that was a nice thing to watch again. Valerie, what about you? I enjoyed the humor. I forgot how funny it was. Especially uh-huh. Sebastian. He's hilarious. Oh my goodness, that guy. <laughs> my dad loved Sebastian. <laughs> Actually, those both run right into my love, like, enjoyable thing is the secondary characters. I think Sebastian is hilarious. I thought Scuttle was hilarious. I thought Flounder was annoying, but also funny. Like, not terribly annoying. Ursula. I just thought all the... And the, the pukey dude on the boat. What's that guy's name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. But every time... <laughs> the one who polishes his nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I thought they... I, I was laughing more than I expected to. Um, really, really enjoyed those characters. That uh, Scuttle reminds me of a good old-fashioned traditional '90s seagull. You know, like mm-hmm. yes, what was it? Rescuers, because- rescuers down under that one. Something else I can't remember. I was like, look, oh. it's the seagull from the '90s. <laughs> and all seagulls in the '90s sang like that too. Like. <laughs> And you got to pick your lips like this. I still do that. I think I have a memory of my dad doing that to me and trying to kiss me and me running away. I think that you. I think you can appreciate uh, Sebastian more as you get older because I know that I've like this is not a movie that I. This is a movie I watch pretty frequently. Um, so as I've gotten older, I appreciate him more, and dislike other characters more because I like him more. Yes. Like I I can relate to Sebastian's frustrations. I <laughs> as a parent, more on this later. I too related to Sebastian a little bit more, which was like he's hilarious. <laughs> also when he gets like a fricass tried to when the French chef tries to fricassee him. That's yes. Stuff it with the... No, I don't remember his song. I don't sing French. Anyway, Valerie. Off the head. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie, do you have a second one for us, darling? I do. The art design. I thought it was just a beautiful movie to watch. For instance, my favorite scene is probably the lagoon scene when they're in the boat mm. and all the animals are jumping and singing. Don't be shy. It's just... Sorry. It's perfect. And then, I mean, the castle and the storm and there's just... The boat, everything is just perfect. It's it's a beautiful movie. So even under the sea, like the opening scene when Triton's daughters are doing the concert, oh my it's God. this huge, grand, you know, concert amphitheater or something. And I, I just found it very impressive. I did too. I definitely noticed the lack of um, computer-generated color saturation, mm-hmm. but was a still... Like, I don't know, I want to say blown away, but like, it felt like putting on your favorite pair of pajamas when you watched <laughs> that way of animating or coloring something again. At first, I was like, that doesn't look like it's as saturated some of the newer movies. But mm-hmm. then my brain was like, well, that doesn't matter. It's still a really pretty movie. Mm-hmm, I too yeah. like the lagoon scene. That's one of my favorite ones. Celeste, darling, what's one of your favorite things? That was really awkward, but whatever. No, you're good. Uh Uh, One of my favorite things is Scuttle. Like, (gasps) (laughs) because I feel like, like, 
we, we already discussed that we're kind of, or mentioned that we're all kind of, well, I don't know about Valerie. Valerie may be the, the one not awkward person, but Christy and I are awkward. <laughs> no, I'm definitely awkward. Yay so for the awkward I, takeover. <laughs> I feel like that Scuttle is what I would be if I was an animal. Yeah. I'd be like, yes, I am completely normal, and I know what this thing is. It's a f- not a fork; it's a hairbrush. Yes. Like that'd be like, yes, that's that's what that is. Like oh, I feel, I just feel like that's what I would oh be doing gosh, because I, totally, I kind of do that in real life. <laughs> I like my favorite thing that Scuttle did was like mermaid off the port bow. <laughs> Ariel, how you do? Whoa, what a swim! Like that's my- yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite line of his is the the witch is. Is watching the mirror. <laughs> it's like you can't even get it out right. <laughs> She's watching it and with a stolen set of pipes as he strangling <laughs> crap. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. So that's, let's see. Valerie's got two likes. Celeste has her two likes. That's me on my second like because we can't go too many or else. The boss man gets mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, my second one. Oh, oh, right. I don't remember if this was a favorite when I was younger. I used to watch this movie obsessively when it came out. But it struck me as a favorite this time. The fight on the boat with the, we'll call her average Ursula. Oh, she's Vanessa like, Ursula. Yeah, when she's trying to pretend to be Ariel. Ariel. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, I all the animals and this the starfish yeah <laughs> slapping into her mouth yeah <laughs> i can remember yeah. wishing that starfish would slap into people's mouths as a for kid for some reason that <laughs> scene made me giggle this time i was just like oh my gosh this is really funny <laughs> <laughs> all right guys latest um beautiful people does this mean we've come down to the love of all love our classic makers i think so. yes all right um let's see i just i rock paper scissors shoot celeste you go <laughs> what? i don't know what's happening it was awkward okay. so i we'll did something more awkward <laughs> we'll go with it <laughs> okay celeste um, darling what's your classic maker Okay, so my classic maker was the music. I legitimately can sing every word of every song in the correct voices to the point of the first time that Dallas and I, Dallas, my husband, and I watched this, I kind of freaked him out a little bit because I can sing in Ursula's voice. And so I don't have that deep of a voice. And so all of a sudden he's looking at me going, what is coming out of your mouth? Body language. And I'm like, poor unfortunate souls. And he's like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, I'm still kind of surprised that he asked me to marry him after that. (laughs) That's glorious. I like that a lot. So, but the music is definitely my favorite. My um, classic maker. Yes. Um, Valerie? Mine is the same. Uh, <laughs> I sing ladies. all the way through the movie. I couldn't help myself. I just, oh it's one of those, it's, the music is so contagious, I guess. It's just, I can't help but sing. And I haven't seen this movie in a long time, even Me though I love too. it. And I, you know, the words just popped right in my head. It was great. So Guess catchy. what? Ladies, we have a retro rewind first. My classic maker was also the music. Yay! <laughs> it's just so amazing. How can we not make that our classic maker? Right. I loved the songs when I heard them again, even though I will talk about this more later. But the I Want More song, that part of my brain gets really angry at it. But I have a fantastic memory of dumping everything that I owned as a preteen. I want to say, like, I was maybe. 10 maybe 11 maybe 12 i can't remember but it was all out on my floor in on my in my bedroom and my mom was there and i laid on top of it and i sang that song (laughs) swimming like um, with my arms striking up and down and i just have this memory of (laughs) singing i want more and my mom was like i can't handle this and she like walked out of my bedroom (laughs) but i just Love that memory, uh, um, and singing all the all those songs. Oh my gosh, and all the songs, and my dad and I singing yeah. the songs together, uh, and all just came back to me. A tear. <sighs> all right, 
Now, before we hear about all y'all's memories of The Little Mermaid, here is some trivia about us, which is the world's most awkward trivial question. (laughs) And the (laughs) trivial question is, if you could choose to have an animal's lower body below your belly button, what animal would you pick? Okay, ladies, who's going to answer first? Because... Real quick, why the specification of below the belly? Below. Just cause, like, you, because, like, you Ursula. just have your head? Because of Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Oh, that's fair. But maybe Ursula was wearing a, a onesie. Maybe she was wearing a leotard and she didn't have, like, I don't know. It did look quite spandexy. Well, see, there you are. So, Celeste, what would you do? What would you pick? I, I would be a mermaid. Really fun. Yeah. Underwater terrifies me, even if I could breathe. I still would be like, (gasps) I can't breathe. I think if I had fins, A, I would be like the more realistic mermaid that has gills along your neck. I like those mermaids too. I I love to swim. Mm. And even though I can't breathe underwater, I can barely breathe on land. So... (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with Celeste? I don't know. She's pretending to be a mermaid again. Just, <laughs> just Quick, throw get her in her the tub. Yeah. It's fine. <gasps> Do you remember that Star Trek The Next Generation episode where they de-evolved? Yes. yes. Uh. I just watched that recently. <laughs> That's one of my favorite <laughs> ones. Okay, sidetrack. Go. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think I think I would be a mermaid. Mostly because I feel like being a horse would be very dirty. So like being a mm. centaur, I would just like, I would be constantly trying to clean myself. But oh, what the joy of that is. Just saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Valerie, what animal? I think I would be a deer because they're so graceful. (laughs) And yet I could still run fast. (laughs) A lot faster than I can now. Yeah, right. (laughs) So I could could run freely but still be graceful, and that sounds nice. Being gracely while moving across land does sound nice. (laughs) It's not a talent I have. Part of me really wants to... (laughs) Part of me really wants to say elephant because that would be funny, but I'm imagining myself with an elephant body. <laughs> but um, how's that going for you? <laughs> Just below the belly button. I know. So, like it, it would be like this weird centaur, really massive body elephant. with a tiny like no horse. Obviously, <laughs> I would choose horse, specifically a Frisian, which is if you don't know what it is, F R E S I A N Frisian. Look it up. Anyway, they're beautiful black horses. That's, and I don't care about the dirty bit. I would just be like, okay, guys, let's shine me up. I get my own brush and I start brushing my backside. Be like, woohoo, that, that feels amazing. I just said brushing my backside on a podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is what you all, all y'all, remembered about this beginning of the Disney Renaissance. Alex Ortiz. Ariel is 16, has a clamshell bra, and isn't wearing pants when she gets her legs. <laughs> Preach it, Alex. She also had the most costume changes in a movie until dethroned by Tiana. Sebastian is a super good conductor, and the chef's song, Chasing Him, is the best. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Ursula never forgets the importance of body language. <laughs> Eric is pretty cool. Would have been cooler if he would have just made out with a mute Ariel. Yes, Ariel can sign her name, but doesn't write a note to Eric, but it doesn't bother me. Still wondering how Flounder dragged that big statue of Eric into the cave. Right? We asked that question, too. The shark that chases Ariel and Flounder doesn't talk, I guess. <laughs> King Triton could have gave her legs the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Alex, that was one of the best, like, chunks of movie information that I've seen or heard on this podcast. So thank you so much for that. Um, Dallas Panda Marshall Mora. Whoa. Dallas. Whoa. Can I just call you Dallas? Okay. <laughs> or maybe Dipm D P M M I'm just gonna start start calling Dallas Dipm. All right. <laughs> you can tell them that later. I, I rem- he says, I remember the huge hype that surrounded this movie when it first came out. My sister loved this film and we watched it often. I specifically remember the NES game for it. 
My sister wasn't able to play video games very well, so I played it for her. Oh, so nice. That game was far more difficult than it different difficult than it should have been, at least from what I remember. <laughs> it says LOL, but I thought I'd do that for you. Um, isn't the Lion King game really difficult? Isn't that what Paul and Francisco discovered? So yes. maybe all the movies that came out in this era and the games that came out, they were like, we gotta, we got to make these 80s kids smart. Give them a hard game. I don't actually but Lion, know. Lion King wasn't 80s, though. No, but we were 80s kids watching. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I know. It was my favorite Disney movie. Of course I know. No, I was just confused. You were helping me fix my brain. Oh, it's all good. My brain is broken all the time. All right. Valerie, are you still with us? Yeah. Okay, great. Just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) She's just just happily along for the ride. Yeah. Um, Okay. Ladies, it is time. Everybody, everybody, wipe your tears. It's time for the hates. (laughs) (laughs) Or dislikes. It says hates on my notes. So that's a pretty strong word. I mean, it's a strong word. All right. Um, Valerie, my dear, please let us know something you did not like about this movie. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate anything about it, but um, I didn't really like King Triton's temper. Mm. I mean, I know people get emotional, but that scene with him destroying everything she ever enjoyed was pretty intense. And <laughs> Right. I mean, I, I understand drama for the movie, but I don't know. I just think it would have been better if he was a bit bit uh less harsh yeah i oh go ahead no no well i was thinking about had have either of y'all had like your mom threatened to throw things away like if you don't do this i'm gonna throw all your toys away that's kind of where i was going with that i do that with my children i just did it like four times today (laughs) my mom would actually like come and put my stuff in trash bags oh i do that too Mm -hmm. there's a trash bag right now with my child's stuff in it because she refuses to put it away so i put it in there and i was like you don't put it away i'll just put it in the garbage bag you want to hurt it back you better start putting just stuff away (laughs) there's a bunch of stuff on top of the refrigerator too you know i feel like i feel like if you had given my mom a triton she would have destroyed my stuff (laughs) i kind of well i mean i was a messy child going with that i felt like it was a stereotypical dad way to respond Mm. and then being a parent watching the movie now i was thinking to myself the where's where's mom like maybe that's why Mm. he's so mad yeah yeah he's got like 80 trillion teenage plus more than that girls yeah and seven one for each c good glory (laughs) one man seven daughters did you just think about the time in the month never ends for him so (laughs) like i don't think it was right i I agree with the the excess temper and the need for it in the film but also um that i I thought maybe he was just an angry dude because then he like softens later and he's like "Mm." yeah i don't know so part of the mythos is that her mom had died because a fisherman had killed her. Ah, that's Z. So that's why I he has the extreme that. hate of like that's humans. an accepted that's an accepted theory. I think that's that came Makes up with sense. that theory too. So somebody gave it to my brain. All right, Celeste. Do you approve or disapprove of the father or something else? This is me trying to be like the captain of gotcha. the ship. Trying gotcha. to do these weird transitions he does. So all of mine mine are really, really nitpicky. Be but nitpicky, go. The scene where they're running or swimming away from the shark. And she's like pushing Flounder through the, the little ship window. Mm-hmm. It has a name. I don't know what Portal? it is. Sure. There, she like shoves him through. And I'm sitting here going, weren't her hips too big for that, like, two seconds ago? (laughs) Right. Like, and I had to focus on her hips for just a bit. And they got bigger, like, normal hips. And then they would shrink down when she had to go through something. I'm like, that's not how this works. (laughs) Fish bones are more flexible than human bones? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I noticed that about her waist, too. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, sometimes it was really, really tiny. Which, I mean, I, I can understand it because they need her to go swim through it. But I'm, I'm sitting here going, shouldn't she have gotten stuck there? <laughs> <laughs> Would have made the movie a little bit more intense. Would have been a shorter <laughs> movie. 
half of a mermaid. Um, um, the nitpicky. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say it would have been difficult for the sea witch to give her legs. Just like, I'll give you legs to the knees. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's your fault you ran into the shark, you silly girl. She wouldn't have said that. But anyway, I have a nitpicky thing. The when Going back to when Valerie was talking about dad coming in and like blazing everything with his trident, he like, daddy, no, the statue. And, and it totally cracks. The entire thing cracks. And then the next, and then and then they hand her the face of Eric, and I'm like, but the entire thing cracks. I noticed that when I was a child watching it, I was like, the whole thing cracks up to the face, and the whole face cracks. So it looks like the whole face is going to shatter, just like the rest of it, into tiny little pieces. But then suddenly, Somehow. somebody finds some glue and like puts the face back together. I don't know, like, and then <laughs> hands the magic. face, yeah, fish, fish magic, hands the face back to Ariel so that she feels better. Anyway, I. I was mildly annoyed by that, but all right. More mildly annoying things. Celeste, do you have another one? Okay. So how did she have the arm strength to climb up that ladder on the ship? Like, she has no legs. (laughs) Her arms are the size of my forearms. (laughs) Like, that's that's her. Well, that's my... my, uh, chicken wings but that's her biceps is my forearm right how are you getting even eric had to use his legs to like hoist himself up when he was going back for the dog like uh, how did you do that so that's that's my nitpicky thing no it's a good point because somebody should have given that girl some biceps like i can't i can't even I could maybe could climb up a ladder, but not without my legs. Like I, I, I couldn't could. just like. I don't think I can because I can't do a monkey bar. So. Yeah, I, I can't. Valerie, do can you bars. can you climb up a ladder without your legs? Or can you do monkey no. bars? <laughs> can you do the monkey like, bars? The thing where you hold I, on. I and could when like, I was little, but by the time I got to about I don't know junior high, I couldn't do pull ups or anything like that. It was I've too. I've never high. been able to do a pull up. It's hard. So I was. I I was the kid that I would get on the monkey bars and I would just kind of hang there. And my mom's like, let go and go to the next one. And I'm like, I let go and I can't reach it. I'm just here. And then I fall. <laughs> it's called momentum, you silly. You're supposed to swing, not just let go. What kind of advice was your mom giving? Just let go and go to the next one? You're supposed well, to swing was, to the next one like a monkey. She was trying to get me to swing ah. and and it just wasn't. I've never been super physical, so That's it just wasn't right. a thing. It's all right. We're doing a podcast. There's no need to be super super (laughs) But if you're climbing up a ship to spy on your future husband, then it is necessary. At 16. At 16. (laughs) So who's thinking about future husbands then? Was I? Maybe. I can't remember. It's too long ago. (laughs) Valerie, what's something you didn't like? So officially, I only had the one thing, but um, (gasps) I know. Wow. I know, but I I do agree with you guys that it was a bit unrealistic. And actually, I'm going to borrow Alex's and actually have a second dislike Alex Ortiz. Yeah. Because I thought he had a really good point with her uh, (laughs) being able to sign her name, but not being able to write a note to to Eric and say, hey, I'm the one who's saying to you. (gasps) So I am going to borrow his and say that's a very good point. And they should have made that a little more. I don't know how they would have solved that. Make her make an X. Like, she yeah, can't actually yeah. sign her name, but just an X or a mark yeah, or like yeah, a, that's a good idea. An, an ichthus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a fish. So, or at least, you know, like, write a note to Eric, go and kiss me, you fool. Yeah. That could have been a thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So That's yeah. true. I like that. All right. <laughs> I despise now. I'm not sure I despised them then, but I was uncomfortable with them then, and I always have been. Her giant seashell-covered boobs constantly <laughs> being on display. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, I don't have that. I don't do that. <laughs> Even as a child, I was like, that's what? Oh, how are they? I'm not. And now as a grown woman with <laughs> things that need to be held up, ain't no way no seashells are going to keep that in place. I'm just saying. Do they just like <laughs> suction come there? Or maybe it's because she's 16 and things haven't headed south yet. I'm just like, what is happening? And why <laughs> must they be there in your face all the time? So as a child, I just thought that was part of her body. 
Like, I didn't realize that was, like, supposed to be her shirt. I just thought that that was her chest. Was She had seashells. My daughter, like my daughter drew a mermaid and um, she drew the tail and then she drew the body and then she gave the mermaid a belly button and two nipples. And I was like, what are those? And she said, those are nipples. And I was like, fair enough. Let's put some seashells on those. <laughs> and she's like, why? And I'm like, I just, it's society tells us we must be appropriate. So put seashells <laughs> on top of it. I don't know why. I'd rather she wore a tankini if I was honest. <laughs> She's 16. Why? I'm just saying it perpetuates the constant sexualization of her teenagers. And I know so box about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it's our tragic makers now. Yes. Okay, Valerie, do you have a tragic maker? No. <laughs> you don't have a tragic maker? <laughs> Nothing no. was the worst thing for you? I, I just, I, I don't, this, this movie doesn't bother me. Even the unrealistic things, I just let it go. Oh, because of the so overall sweet. experience. <laughs> yeah. When I grow up, I want to be as sweet as Valerie. <laughs> I've always thought that about her. Okay, Celeste. <laughs> okay. What is your tragic maker then, darling? So my tragic maker, which is ironic considering one of my likes, was Scuttle's song. The... <laughs> 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 Like, to be to be honest, this is one of the movies that like I can put in and relax because I know I've seen it so many times. So I actually had to go back and rewatch sections of it because I was falling asleep, not because I was bored, but because I just get so into it and so calmed and so relaxed that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a nap right here. Oh, my God, I'm supposed to be paying attention to this. (laughs) Um, And so that song when I was napping was the most irritating (laughs) That's hilarious. Like, and then it was like, I love that, it. That and then you poo your pants because you're like, what's happening? Well, not quite, <laughs> but well, it, it was quite irritating. I I might have come out of my mermaid blanket. Do you have a mermaid blanket? <laughs> I do. My did somebody make gave it? To me. Oh, did she make it for you? She didn't make it, but she got it for me for Christmas. And she was like, oh, yeah, this will be cute. Celeste will like it because it's cute and it's mermaids and she loves the little mermaid. And so uh, they were not expecting my reaction. Oh. So I picked it up and opened. I was like, oh, my God, it's a mermaid blanket. It's a mermaid blanket. And then I sat down and put my legs in it. And I'm flapping my legs going, I'm a mermaid. I'm a <laughs> Because it was kind of in the moment. So oh my yeah, you loved it. My, mo- my mother-in-law was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you ever, she didn't know. I want, she knew too little. I want to get you a, a, a small costume for a Sebastian and have like, you have a small animal that can run around wearing that costume and you guys can do a little play acting Little Mermaid around your house. No, no, no. Make Dallas a Sebastian costume. <laughs> he can just walk around me like using his pinchers. You got to fuck up your lips like this. Like this. Yeah. Um, I'll let him know that'll be on Rex cosplay. Yes. That's really funny. But no, we can't, we can't have the mustache. That's really No. Just, the mustache is leaving at the when, end of the month. Okay. Good. Wait, November? Like, yeah. Dang. Like T minus three weeks. <gasps> so many weeks. T minus three weeks until we get the goatee back. Okay. Guys. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in the, around the world in the podcast arena, prepare to hate the security officer. <laughs> I'm going to go on a tiny little soapbox. My tragic maker is old school Disney princesses. I just mm. don't like them now. I don't know. Probably because I'm a mother of a very sensitive child. And I'm super sensitive now to how they represent and how specifically Ariel represents woman teenageness to my child. So my kid hasn't seen a traditional, I'm pretty sure has not seen a full traditional Disney princess movie yet. Six years old, six and a half. Y'all can dislike me. I can be your tragic maker. I don't really care. But <laughs> just her, her rebellious attitude, her terrible behavior, her constant need for everything and all of it, her giant sexy boobs. Like <laughs> if my six year old is going to be watching this, then that's who she's looking up to. And 
I didn't like I don't think I didn't grow up to be, you know, a sexy mermaid. A mermaid. So <laughs> uh but I I don't think that it helped me with my attitude when I was older. I don't think that it helped me have a healthy idea of what a, an older girl or woman was supposed to look or act like or go after constantly like the boys it's the man i want the man i mean when you're a teenager that's the way you act but as a mother looking back and watching this movie i was like i'm I'm gonna slap that girl in the face i'm gonna slap her i'm gonna slap that girl (laughs) i'm gonna take all her stuff i'm gonna tell her to go to her room and get over it like girl girls got problems and everyone's like worship ariel she's amazing she's got the best voice i actually liked ursula more than i did (laughs) i was like (laughs) Ursula is amazing. I hate her, but she's amazing. She's disgusting and also amazing. I don't know. I mean, I need to lighten up. Right. It's it's just a movie. But also, when I'm looking at it through the eyes of my daughter who consumes everything and then owns it, I'm, it's just not, nope. Don't like you. Like your, like your friends, but you're not my favorite. And I'm very sorry because I'm pretty sure she's your, y'all's favorite, but... <laughs> Please don't hate me. Can we stop my friends? Well, she's not my favorite, but she's up there. Okay. She is one of my favorites, but she is my one of my favorites because I literally went through like six VHSs because I wore them out. So my mom bought that movie oh. six times because I watched it so much. Uh. So I think that's why she's my favorite. She's definitely not a role model. I would rather, when I have children, when I have a daughter, my daughter to be like Mulan mm. than than Ariel. Because at least in Mulan's rebellion, she was doing it to honor her family. Yeah. And there's strength. And there's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's... And Grandma was more interested in the man than Mulan was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to I... stay for dinner? You want to stay forever? <laughs> <laughs> should take over on that movie too did they do that yeah yet? <gasps> anyway no i i have a i hadn't watched this movie in a really long time and i remember i remembered most of the movie but that was the biggest thing for me and re-watching it it didn't bother me nearly as much as my memory of it does but again it wouldn't be i i just that old school like i need a man i'm super sexy and thin and um, also, I need a man. And I hate, I hate all you who are telling me to do the right thing. Like, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> like, I, I already have, a, a, she already has a lot of strong, persistent, glorious leadership skills. I don't really need a Disney princess telling her to lean into the negative side effects of those more. Anyway, enough preaching on that soapbox. It is time. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready, on your mark. We have come to the moment of truth. (laughs) Do we rate The Little Mermaid, a classic, recommended for everyone to watch, nostalgic, recommended as a rewatch, not a first-time watch, or tragic, recommended as a don't-you-dare-watch-this-movie? Let's start with our first guest, Celeste. So I'm going to recommend it as a classic, because especially if you're going to know me, you really need to have seen this movie. (laughs) Oh, that's a really great way of describing it, though. Like you have to, it's kind of like you have to understand Monty Python to understand half of what comes out of my mouth. Truth. It's just one of those things. I like that. That's a really great reason to have it be a classic. Ta, I clap for you, darling. Valerie, your turn classic and she just like lays it out there no reason whatsoever she's <laughs> well, like well it's just this movie is just pure fun i mean it's to me it's it's pure fun it's beautiful it's i know she's a bit rebellious but um i think i focus on her spirit of adventure and curiosity about life and i feel like she has Aww. this desire to experience life to the fullest and and experience everything there is to experience. That's why she didn't want to just settle for the ocean. And I love that about her. So that's what I I think of her as like the ultimate optimist. And, and I'm just gonna, you know, go out there and make it happen kind of thing. But I I see the other side too. But that's what Mm -hmm. I choose to focus on. Um, Like I said, everyone who's listening, when I grew up, I want to be just like Valerie. (laughs) That was like the most beautiful way to describe all of the crap I just said. <laughs> I can see both ways. I know, but Valerie's goals. God, I right? <laughs> Celeste, hashtag that because that was just you just <laughs> thank just, you. 
<laughs> but the, the serious point of that is, though, is you described my daughter in a because she not that she's Ariel. I'm not saying that. Right, right. But the way you described Ariel is a very positive reflection of how you could describe my six year old. But I often don't describe her that way because, well, when you're staring it in the face every day and trying <laughs> well, and to... she's six. I know, yeah. but so that's I'm already exhausted and she's six, you know? Um, this is not a podcast about parenting, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and I love her dearly. But the way I look and describe certain aspects of her, someone with a strong personality and adventurous, and the way you just said all that... I'm mm-hmm. going to need to like write all that down on the days where I can't remember the positive side of what, why mm-hmm. she's doing what she's doing. Because yeah. I'm faced with so much of the negative stuff that I don't... Adventures, adventurous and curious. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. And when you hone it into the right direction, it can be used for powerful things. Oh, well. All right, Valerie. Gosh. <laughs> why can't Again, I just be... goals. Oh, talk about gracious. <laughs> gracious and kind <laughs> you're like a warm fuzzy ball and I'm like a porcupine <laughs> just kidding I can be warm and fuzzy about some things <laughs> um, just not the little mermaid no Disney princesses in general apparently now that I'm an old crotchety person <laughs> yeah, let me tell you kids alright but good news I didn't rate it a tragic it's okay. good news. I definitely, <laughs> for me, good news, guys. It's a nostalgic for me because I wouldn't be like, quick, go see the little mermaid. But I absolutely love the reason that you guys gave. So if you guys were, if, if I were going to tell somebody to wa- that they should watch the little mermaid, I would say, don't listen to me, though. Go listen to the podcast and listen to Celeste and Valerie because <laughs> their reasons are way better than mine. Also, if you ever want to be friends with my great friend Celeste, then you should watch the movie. That's what I would say. <laughs> but I did really enjoy rewatching it and enjoyed more parts of it. So great, fantastical. <laughs> the Retro Rewind podcast rates this a disputed classic. So all y'all better go watch it. Now it's time for some feedback, guys. <laughs> Guess what? We did the feedback bumper, but there's no feedback this time. Hey, listeners, give us some feedback, okay? Please? (laughs) Please? So we have something to read. Because it's more fun if we can talk to you. Oh, no, it's all right. No pressure, though. I mean, I don't want to make you feel like all stressed out and... Just click the five-star marker, and then you don't have to give us feedback if you don't want to. No pressure. Okay. I'm done talking to you about that. Vote on the movies we cover at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote. Buy our t-shirts at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store. And right now, right in front of me, the words say, Obey my dog. Woof, woof. <laughs> Get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support. Do it. And contact us at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. Guys, just find us on Facebook. You can talk to us on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and can also watch us on... What's your prefer? Apparently, you can watch us record these very podcasts on live streams. And then the captain of the ship does live streams of video games and pixel art illustration um, if you follow us on twitch.tv slash <laughs> guys, my face is falling off. Twitch.tv slash <laughs> retro rewind pod. Okay. <sighs> Take a breather. That's a lot of words. My mouth hurts from talking all those words. Thank you, Valerie, for being a co-pilot with me. Where can people find you online? Um, I'm on Facebook. Woo-hoo. And I'm also now on Instagram as <gasps> Valerie Ruth Powers. Instagram. So, or you can contact me you. by email if you want at ValeriePowers2003 at yahoo.com. Oh, that's so retro of you. <laughs> I like it. All right. 
I am also grateful to our gallant guest, Celeste, for taking time to discuss The Little Mermaid with us. Can you please tell us how we can find you online? And do you have anything to promote tonight, my dear? Uh, yeah, it's kind of one and the same. So you can find me or my husband, Dallas, because we, we share it. So you never know who you're really talking to <laughs> uh, at geekdevotions.com or Geek Devotions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we have delved into the world of Twitch. So it's it's an interesting thing. We're busy people and you can watch it happen. So And YouTube, <laughs> most, right? On, on YouTube, yeah. We're yeah. on YouTube and the Facebook and the WordPress and the, we do a lot of stuff. All the things. They've got fantastic, they've got fantastic content, you guys. If you haven't gone over to um, Geek Devotions, then you need to go and check that out. They're really amazing people and really good content. So do it. We try. All right. Most of all, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening to us right now. Whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of the Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us, the awesome ladies. What, what? We pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. And we are very grateful that you downloaded this extra special and very different episode. It's not too different. He wrote everything that I needed to say, so it sounds mostly like it. I have been and will continue to be, if you're lucky, Christy Ruiz. You can find me online if you're smart enough. <laughs> Thanks, husband, for writing that. That was hilarious. <laughs> just, yeah, just look for me. It's like, where's the Baldo? That's not funny anymore. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. You can catch us at either of those, but uh, like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rio My Podcast. Pokemon. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Do you want thing of a bobs? I got twenty. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. That was my terrible version of singing. More, more takeover <laughs> podcasts? Yes, more takeover podcasts, please.